Hey you, thanks for tuning into the Waiting List Podcast. I'm Long Long. I'm Daniel. And I'm Jacqueline. And we are three watch friends with a healthy obsession for watches. So sit back and relax with us while we chat with collectors, industry giants, and share some good vibes. Welcome to the Waiting List Podcast, guys. And today it's just the three of us shooting the bull. And I think a good place to start would be um, with you, Jacqueline. Like uh, you've recently had um, an article come out, the Rob Report. Um, it's like exact title. What's the exact title? Could you read it out for us? Can someone read it out? I'm. Let me look for it. Where it's it? Meet Jacqueline Lee, the 24-year-old Harvard student who's become one of the watch world's most refreshing influences mm. with endless curiosity and in impeccable taste. Lee owns an assortment of grails from Cartier to Patek Philippe. Is that the so. tone that she was going for? <laughs> was it like, Does somebody else want to do a different tone Lee. and see if it works? <laughs> like... <laughs> uh, well, you yes, guys, to... I did an interview. <laughs> no, it needs to come with like facial expressions, like her writing it and like rolling her eyes and stuff so what would, would be I... great is if the if the article came with Jacqueline's facial expressions as the first time she's hearing it like being read to her that would be great oh like those reaction videos <laughs> yeah reaction videos so yeah. give us the reaction for that Jacqueline the reaction to the title or reaction to the uh to content? the general article yeah oh well I thought I I selected a good bunch of photos um and no the the chat the chat itself um i had with the uh reporter victoria it was it was like went on for like an hour and and i shared a lot of you know stories yeah stories and what and whatnot um but i think like lon said i think there was like a word count limit for the article so a lot of the details were just edited um out um yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> what else can i say i, I feel like yeah. i feel like um i mean the press is good but just you guys said about the horse photo and i i, ne- I didn't even think about it but now i'm thinking about it it does come off pretty snobbish okay uh, if you how do you want the world to actually see you though i think yeah if you okay so here a, a so here's the thing so there, yeah you need to buy long jeans <laughs> yeah why or or reverso you know um so 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 this is how the interview went like um this is my first time being like interviewed by uh like, like with a solo feature when i was doing the interview over the phone I didn't know that it was going to be just on me, right? I thought it was going to be like the previous times where five young collectors share their thoughts on the industry or whatever. So when um, the photographer emailed me and was like, hey, we want to have a time to do a photo shoot. Um, this was like right before chinese new year yeah no no no. this was right in front of it right before chinese new year and i was in miami and Mm. i and i said any chance that like we 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 don't show my face because i'm still in school like Mm. i don't want to just be very public about it or else i wouldn't Mm. have created a separate watch account right i would have just put everything on my personal Mm. um and then they went back and forth they're like oh no but this is a feature like we could we could take it in a way where it hides your face or you know showcasing the watch and your hair and they sent me a bunch of photos like those yeah like the very Mm. um well, I don't want to use stereotypical, but it is like the stereotypical, you know, girl with the hair in the back showing mm. her like back, mm. her hair and the wrist wa- wristwatch. And I didn't like that's not just not my style. So then I said, how how about like I send you some photos and you can pick. Um, and and they picked the the horse one out of the ones that I that I sent them. Um, so 
I mean, the photo is fine. Like the photo I took at Coachella in LA uh, a few years back. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that's just like a lifestyle photo, right? But it is what now I'm thinking, right? It's like the uh, Harvard watch collecting person on horse. Now I'm like, okay, yeah, this might come off a bit snobby, which is not my intention. Um, which is why I said I didn't want to photo shoot when I'm still in school and I didn't want to show my face. But I didn't know that Harvard was going to be in the in the title. I think I should have made that clearer. Um, gosh, do you think if now you I'm just thinking would... like, if what if do... I'm applying for a job and then they search my name up and this comes? Yeah. This would be so embarrassing. No, but do you think that if you went to um a unknown school it would help look i don't want to be like play into the fact that harvard is harvard and and if if people know harvard students it's almost like we when you ask about when people ask where you go to school you don't it's like an unspoken thing that you don't often mention a name just because of how people might perceive you right mm-hmm. like it, it you can argue that the name or any you know prestigious school works to your advantage under some circumstances but you can also there's a lot of negatives because even just not knowing about anything about you and they hear certain names or associations and then they perceive you in a certain way so that's why a lot of people like don't like mentioning that especially in school and 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 um i i get that um you do you do feel judged uh some, sometimes uh, they're like oh you went to school and then um but if i had known that that was going to be at the very start of the article i didn't see it i didn't see it before it published i specifically like even asked can i can i see it before um but because i sent that out like late january maybe she just forgot i i think I find you guys. Do you guys think I should email her and? No, because it's already published. Yeah. I mean, unless they're gonna edit the thing. I think this is the thing I've always thought, at least for me, right? The moment you create any kind of social media footprint, you cannot say that you want to be private. So even just starting, unless you don't a single thing. So every time I've done an interview, I've always thought to myself, you can't prepare enough is actually just you have to live with the consequences of it being completely untrue and then the second thing is um then I'll tell myself I think especially with there's a few people that we have dealt with where even before doing it you're like yeah it's gonna be shit (laughs) right Mm -hmm. that I just think to myself okay let me see what I can learn from the consequences of this but then um the other thing is I think with the Harvard thing, it's actually okay to say Harvard if they actually indicated some like somewhere in the article about your like if they talked about your your intelligence. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that you did before you mm-hmm. got into watches, which I think was really cool. That nobody Yeah, but you know, who cares? Them. They're not they're not gonna care about that. And and yeah. I'm not gonna like slap them with my with my resume or something yeah. like that. So, I mean, now I'm I'm thinking. You worked at McDonald's. I mean, I think I did. should mention that. I did. <laughs> um, gosh, am I gonna be perceived as like my my daddy well, has a lot of money and donated? Yeah, but if like, well, I think this is all along said. You can't as soon as you put anything out, you can't control what people think. Like on the contrary, some people will love it, and they have loved it, right? Yeah, you know, that's great. You can't control um, the impressions that people get from, um, yeah, a piece unless you don't if, do anything and you you go completely private. If yeah. this is a um, clickbait thing where they just want people to read, they should write mm. like "ex McDonald's worker" becomes <laughs> like <laughs> watch collector. <laughs> yeah, not even like corporate employee, yeah. but someone who yeah. worked in the kitchen. Yeah, uh, well, they probably could have put like uh, McDonald's to Richard Mill or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but how's, that, you how's know, that going? Because you recently announced, like, well, you were more public about your Richard Mill. Um, yeah. You posted the photo of it, right? And I think it's yeah, it's in the article as well. Yeah. Um, previously, you know, you you've been like seen as well. I think people would have seen you as uh, you know vintage, like uh, you know vintage paddock. Well, everything vintage mostly yeah. obviously we've known privately that you have bought modern pieces as well um but you haven't publicized it quite as much what was the reaction has there been any reaction to that because you like let's not kid about here you know people that love vintage you know they can be a bit particular about vintage you know and then they can have very strong mm -hmm. opinions on on mm -hmm. rm have you had any anything, anything yeah certainly have and and i'll answer that like right after i say this um even i mean even with the modern thing like for people who know me, if this, if I, if it was maybe a year or a year and a half ago, I think I would have been a lot more self-conscious about the article or people talking about me, but just because I've been through so much turmoil over the past year, um, like emotionally or whatever, I, I think now is just, you know, it's fun to talk about something and, People who know me, who will know me, and they'll read it. Like when when my best friend uh, read it, and she was like, "Yeah, this is not you." Um, <laughs> and and I was like, "Oh, is it like? What should I do?" And she's like, "No, it's fine. It's just like a Q and A style, right? Like so, it's really fast. People are not even going to focus that much on the content. So that's what she said. And I think you know, at the end of the day." It's good experience, but to answer the Richard Mill, and yes, I did. Hang on, um, hang on, before you get to the Richard Mill, yeah. if people could see what you look like right now with toothpaste down your face, yeah, like, <laughs> that's was, like, you know, was more real. Never. I'm not going to embarrass this cool looking person on IG. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you mention a toothpaste? <laughs> um like yeah, guys, but, but, she cannot no, even but, afford pimple cream. No, <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> what oxy? Never heard of that before. Yeah. Um, wait, was I? Oh yeah, Richard Mill. I did get some messages about Richard Mill. People were like, um, I got one recently that that I was that made me feel really old because I didn't get what they were saying. Um, mm -hmm. they said she can't keep getting away with this. Like replied to a story uh -huh. and said she can't keep getting away with this. And I, like, I don't know. It was just a photo of me wearing the Richard Mill, and this. Uh, I I think I, I'm paraphrasing it correctly. It said yeah. you can't keep getting away with this. So then I saw. I'm like, I wrote, sorry, I don't follow. <laughs> and then, and then um, they said, oh, it's a meme. Um, uh, I was like, oh, that maybe that's why. And then and he explains like, you know, you can't just own all these really cool vintage pieces and then show up with a Richard Mill. And I was like, ah, oh, so is that a compliment? I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I still don't get it. I still um, don't get it. So, but, but it's a meme. I have never seen the meme before, but I, I, I learned, I learned a new meme that day. Um, and I've also gotten comments saying, oh, like, why are you buying that? Like that brand's not going to exist in 10 years. Um, so so some some comments about that but i mean look at the watch i'm wearing right now i'm wearing a mm. 1960s vintage cartier yeah, tell so us about that watch because like you. uh i don't know much about that watch what drew you to that watch you obviously clearly really like it yeah so well let me finish the richard mill thing and then i can get to this one um the reason why i bought the richard mill is i think I mean, we've talked about this before, and Lauren can for sure relate to this as well. Um, like, you want watches that you can wear with your lifestyle, and even though, you know, it's kind of crazy to to wear it out, like do sports or with it, but there's that flair of um, athleticism that's associated with the brand, right? And that makes you feel very young and and positive. So. I, I like how I feel when I wear that and and um and I mean another thing that just happened recently and I was blown like my mind was blown. Um just last week RM released six new ladies pieces based on six sportswomen and they're all very young and one of them 
the first one they debuted was a race car driver and she studied at Harvard mm-hmm. and she's a sen- senior at Harvard. When, when I saw that, I called my, like my friend at RM. I'm like, this is like, this is so cool. I'm going to go stalk her. Um, and then I realized she graduated. So they made the campaign in the campaign. She said, my name is Aurora Strauss. I'm a race car driver. I'm also a senior at Harvard. So I was like, oh, senior at Harvard. I'm going to go stalk you. And then I realized they probably filmed the campaign before she graduated. She graduated mm-hmm. last May. But then even before I knew that, I was calling him. I was like, this is like, I will never be an ambassador of the brand. Mm-hmm. But you can't deny how it makes you feel like you're a part of the family. Just yeah. having that school connection. And and I love it. I love that she's getting the attention she deserves and how a brand has supported her throughout her career. She started driving and racing when she was 13. And she's inspired many, many young girls to to in this industry where it's mostly male-dominated, right? So I, I love that sense. But uh, it's just unfortunate that not many people see that side of a brand. Um, and it's really about, you know, becoming a family within the brand. And with vintage, sadly, there's no family. Like you can't associate yourself with a particular brand just because you buy their vintage watches, right? Because technically it's out of production. But with modern, you can. And I can't say this with any brands, modern brands, but so far I felt really, you know, well taken care of by by my friends at RM Boston. And so I, I love it. I, I love the people and 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 I'm not like not going to be ashamed that i like richard mill now um because i think they're marketing geniuses i I think we talked about this um so but then you know it's not a watch you i wear to school it's not a watch i wear many many occasions um due to you know safety or whatever i've been wearing this vintage cartier a lot because goes back to the point of how a watch makes you feel when you wear it i'm like an old soul at heart and this watch like has a pretty you know important story behind it and who owned it whatever um but even without any of that you know how like now everyone's like about the Cartier Pebble and and the London Pebble so um that's like you know impossible to get but what most people don't know is that the bathtub came before the pebble so you can mm. say that the pebble was almost like an iteration of the Noir, and it's um one of their oldest designs from the 1910s but they didn't make it until much later um because you know the, the first sketch was found in the 1910s or it might, might have been 1920s and this one it was a london design um this particular one and what i really like about this one is and I'll send you guys like a close-up photo. Maybe some of the photos I post, you can't see it very, very much in detail, but it's not a perfect watch. And I mean, you guys know me at this point where when I'm finding things, I'm kind of OCD about details. And if it's not perfect or the dial has a lot of stains or whatnot, I tend to shy away from. But when I first saw this watch, I saw that the dial is, you know, because it's painted. All the London vintage Cartier from London are painted on, like, you know, with acrylic paint or whatever. So over time, they would crack like old paintings that you would see on, you know, in the museum or whatever. Um, and when I first saw it, I'm like, is that crack on the crystal or on the dial? And I was like, oh, on the dial. And then I shied away from it. But then it's just one of the unexplicable things. Like, I can't stop thinking about this watch for whatever reason. I love the patina on this dial because it did not come like this. It was a white dial when it was born. But now you look at it, it's kind of this, I call it like creme brulee, orangey, brown kind of color. I just love it. And there are cracks on the dial. And it reminds me of how this watch was produced and hand painted. And it's not perfect, but I kind of like it for the fact that it's not perfect so i'm just on a weird tangent right now i think with what i'm what i'm wearing and, and what i'm buying um i'm recently been obsessed with vintage mesh bracelets you know the ones that are non-removable 
by Paddock mm. specifically. I bought mm. one recently from our friend John Reardon. Mm. And oh my God, it's like another tangent I've been down on, like another rabbit hole. How the bracelets are made by hand and woven, but you cannot tell how it was made. But you know it was handmade and woven. You just can't you can't tell like it 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 feels it doesn't feel like a metal bracelet it feels like um silk so how did you how did you find the cartier um online you just yeah so 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 yeah from online auction and then from a dealer I, i bought two i bought one on a bracelet and i have this on the um on the on the strap our friend Iway messaged me i know she's been going on about i found two and i sent it to her yesterday but i didn't it wasn't the it wasn't the bathtub i actually found so the the guy i said there's a dealer in hong kong he brought a, a bunch of mini cartiers as well yeah but i think the thing is it's like it's exactly what you said it's like one it's one thing to see a picture but you have to really like see the size on your hand and and understand like what does it make you feel so just looking first the guy removed all the straps and the um, bracelets for all of them so you're looking only at the watch and then you're trying to envision like okay I'm gonna add this strap and whatever and then I told her like it's not impossible to find the ones I've sent her but it's like do you want to just buy one because it fits that size or do you want to actually look for one that's like hard to find because this guy also had a bascule on. And I think uh, if you talk about rarity, I mean, there's 15 of that one that he had. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, do you just want to get something cute and small and wear it? Or, yeah. You, you've, you've faced that. I mean, you've sent me yeah. a nice Daniel Roth midweek, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling about that? Like, so, uh, can you describe well, it for the listeners? The guy and then... today. Oh my God, Jack, I need to show you. Because it's just cool like it's cool in the sense that it's i've never seen anything like that but it doesn't mean look at the size of this this is definitely smaller than your bathtub wait i feel like you've shown me this before have i did i put it in the group chat but then look at it no you didn't but like this is the really yeah this is a really small one yeah yeah and i just thought whoa it's so cute then i thought about it and i thought hmm maybe after a month what am i gonna wear it guys and my motivation yeah i'm we are on the same tangent this is the yeah. watch this is the watch i bought i don't know can, can you see how small it is it's a jibber albert on a bracelet that's cute uh, okay. uh, is that gold yeah it's gold, gold. it's mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take a photo it's completely woven yeah. um so uh, it's tiny it's yeah. tiny i can put them side by side with the bang one you can tell how tiny it is but this is like this is what i mean right like this is fun but it doesn't make sense because the I would never even pay attention to these watches before, and now I am. But you know, maybe it's just not supposed to make sense, and you're just have to, supposed to have fun. And and it's even I think, <laughs> which you know, in contrast to that article, <laughs> is so um, like so different. Like that, this is actually what I'm into right now. Um, about Daniel Roth though, it's uh, did you see it's coming back? Yeah, honestly, honestly, long. If I were you, I would buy it. No, that's that's exactly what I said to Dan. What if the brand gets revived, right? It it is getting revived. It it is, but there's a higher chance it's dying. (laughs) Because why? But LVMH is behind it. Yeah, but then it's it's like good marketing or whatever. But Daniel Roth has nothing to do with it. He doesn't even know like he's part of it. I mean, he doesn't even have any say in this thing. Is he even alive? I'm sorry. Is he even alive? No, he's alive. That's the thing. He's not getting a single cent from this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So then what it's, it's that's pretty sad, like, man. Like getting your name. Think of like a, yeah, I'm like I'm trying to think sad. of a clothing brand. It's like somebody started a brand designed the clothes and then another brand a bigger group buys it and then it has nothing to do with the original person yeah yeah wait guys can you see the photos i sent you i'm trying my best to take like look at the texture of the bracelet 
how this is how, yeah how do you size it then you can't it fits yeah, perfectly but, oh it does yeah <laughs> okay like because no. i mean the, this does it's really small but like oh. i mean it's gonna be very small it's very big for you but this circumference yeah. is um 15 and a half centimeters and it fits my wrist yeah. pretty well um but if i have like a little bit of salt then i can't wear it um but do you see how like the it's, it's almost like hammered but then yeah, it's also not but, but look this is where it gets really cool right obviously this is the jibero bear design do okay. you see how the shape of the case is replicated onto the bracelet like do you see the hand hammered like kind of imprints on the bracelet that's the same shape as the oh, case of the dial i see what you mean yeah that's cool right that's really cool. and yeah. that's something that like if you don't pay attention you won't see um and then you see the bang noir beside it right like you see how like the crystal has a lot of scratches and dents and the dial <laughs> has some chips but i love it mm. very cool yeah, for Eway, I told her I'll I'll keep an my eye out, um, for her if I see anything. Um, I think she's she she says she told me that she thinks hers yeah. is too small. I don't think it's but too this is small. Even, yeah, what? It's already. Yeah, I actually think she should wear it a little bit bigger. Yeah, but that's why I said by just using the naked eye to look right and yeah. I think it's the way you photograph the stuff. It makes you because whatever you post, I'm always like, "Whoa, cool!" I also want mine. <laughs> yeah. But actually, yeah. you have to think realistically. What does this look like on me? And does it even yeah. fit how I dress? Yeah. 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 Because I'm sure. For someone like that, got... uh, Patek, though, yeah. like yeah. which is, I can't really see a lot of men wearing it. Is that pretty yeah. really affordable then? Oh, yeah. you can no. This is a lady's watch. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. So like. Yeah. I can't it's, see like a I would say like a high market for it. You know? Oh yeah, that... no, this is this is <laughs> I think this is as niche as you can get. Mm. Um, it's just I cannot find like when I was hunting down like a Jabal Bear on a on a strap, I found this. And can then you put I, it on the screen again. Well, but my background is like. No, don't worry about that. Yeah. Okay, I just wondered what it looked like on uh, Lung Lung, you know, because you know with all no, your gold and stuff. I know, but then, like. but then I thought about this. Like, if you're gonna wear that, then it's like, okay, would I wear it to dinner? But if I want to wear it to dinner, I would definitely get those, um, you know, like the Queen, those vintage old paddocks on the the, yeah. the tiny tiny ones that look like, oh, yeah, basically like the Queen. So, so when you wear this, I'll send yeah, a yeah. wrist shot to you guys. Yeah and you can see how it looks like when you wear it, it it's not like a, it's almost like a bangle um, yes i actually previously i remember they had the 3940 on on bracelet as well but not this kind of bracelet and then my thing was how do you cut it uh, you uh so yeah that's the thing right like for these watches if you cut it they're like you can't yeah. uncut it right yeah. <laughs> yeah. so 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 you you really have to make the commitment like for like to your weight um well i think like for these you know by the way look like this is what it looks like on on, on yeah the... i mean the watch is yeah let me see, let me see. but it's like it's a bangle cool. yeah yeah it, it is a bangle. really good on you um yeah it fits like right on the wrist bone but here's here's what I think about watches on bracelets. If you like for the other Bang Noir that I bought, it's on a bracelet. I still haven't received it. I think it might be mm. too large for me. So mm. I need to decide what to do about that. I'll, I'll see it when I try it on. Mm. Um, but watches on bracelets, I think, are like a like a tattoo or whatever. Yeah. You, know, you have to commit to it because yeah. um, you can't just change the strap. So mm -hmm. you have to really decide that this is for you. And then if it's too large, then decide to cut it or maybe add some uh, metal to the clasp to make it longer. But then the one downside is once you do that, it's no not original anymore. And if you do decide to sell it or whatever, um, it might work against you. Right. Well, talking about 
bangles and straps. We need to say thank you, right? It's a great transition. Yeah, I think I've done the quite quite hand. I've handled the transitions quite well in this in this podcast, considering we have no plan. (laughs) (laughs) Which, um, apparently, uh, are the best episodes for feedback. Yeah, um, yeah. So we wanted to say we we should have said this uh, a while back, um, but thank you everyone who bought a strap. They're all sold out. And they've been all sold out. Um, so thank you so much for the support. We hope that you um, are enjoying them and and will wear them with, you know, the best of health and, and, and bring a part of us with you on your watches. Um, a lot of people reached out and said, asked us to do like exotic skins, like ostrich or... or um, kudu um so might be something we we consider and then a lot of more people asked us to do different lug lengths but the problem is with the lug length is obviously 20 is the most universal size and we didn't know how it would be uh, received received by people so we just went down the safe route but from the feedback, you know, a lot of people are liking it. So maybe for our next batch, we will do something even more crazy, like exotic materials and maybe do two lug widths um, instead of one. But if you have any feedback or um, suggestions also on how the straps wear, um, if they age well with time, please send us uh, a message um, and we'll definitely look at it. But this was, this was a really fun first project and we didn't know that it would, it was going to be all sold out. Well, Lala didn't think anyways. She was like, if one sells, I'll like going to celebrate. And like, this is the first time I'm hearing it, by the way, that they're they're all sold. I don't know about you. Yeah. I didn't know they were all sold. No, I told you in the group it was all sold. No, you said there was like one left or two left of each last Did time you I heard. Buy them up yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to disclose that. Yeah. Wait, are you using some like Richard Mill marketing tactics now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, I learned this today. Apparently, Cartier bought up $400 million of their overseas inventory that were not selling and just destroyed it. To keep up with the brand image, it's not a smart move. It is move. It is very smart, but yeah, wild. Anyway, back to the straps, right? Um, mm. So, people, what people don't know, we had a little like uh, sportsmanship bet, right, on what would go first, like which one would sell out first. <laughs> um, what was the actual feedback like on that, Jack? Like, which one sold out first? And what was the feedback generally about all three designs? Like, when you were taking the orders? Um, a lot of people bought Long's watch because of Chinese New Year. And oh, okay. um, and it's also because Long designed it. Um, but Dan is sad because ultimately <laughs> yeah. he just wants to hear that he has a fan base. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Daniel, your strap sold out first. No, I'm just, I'm laughing here because, <laughs> no. because you know, the way this straps, we've been sitting on these straps for a while, right? It wasn't planned to be around Chinese New Year. No, it was, it not at all. It just it certainly helps. It you know, did. It like, yeah. It did. It, um, it happened at a very good time. Um, hmm. My, but I think you were sold out first, Daniel, because it's the most, you know, synonymous with the, with the brand, with the podcast branding. Mm. Um, and then mine, right? Hmm? You still have my one, right? Yeah. We still have one of each. each. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then I think, uh, I mean, mine is just neutral, right? Which I now I I get that why people want more like fun colors or exotic leathers. So maybe we will do that. But I'm thinking, like, if we were to do another project, we could. I mean, we can still do the strap, but I think it would be cool to do like a tray, like a watch mm. ballet tray, um, where you can put your keys and, and watches, like a display thing. What if we like? 
Yeah, or a watch stand. Yeah, certainly, but those are expensive. They yeah. Are, yeah. Watch the watch stand people come and sue us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like we would probably no, I mean, do it with them. With the watch yeah. yeah. Like, oh, do you know what would be really cool? What if we did like um, with Watchin East? You know, the I always think that like, his paintings are like really cool. You know, his what drawings. Paint? What painting? Um. So I don't think you were on that episode, actually, Jack. We did an interview with a guy called Watchin East. He's French, and um, he does a lot of um, drawings. Oh. Of uh, of um, but not. Like, or not, you know, some people do drawings and artwork, which basically looks like a photo of the watch. His yeah. isn't. His is actually a sketch of the watch. Interesting. And then um, the I reason why I know him. him the moment, main thing is more like the he uses um, iPad to draw, so yeah. it's like computerized. Yeah. Ah, interesting. And then Lang Lang and I got a, um, what you call it, like a. A, a silk kind of handkerchief or like a pocket chief it's not quite a scarf i don't think you can wear it as a scarf but you can wear it as a, and it's um an ap i think it's an rd2 or something mm. um it's really really nice mm. yeah. nice rd2 I I yeah no i'm looking i'm looking, I'm looking at their at their stuff right now yes i mean to those who are listening, if you have any suggestions on what what you want us to do, I mean, like the goal is not to make money. Obviously, it's just you know, it's kind of like a creative the goal outlet. is to not lose money as well. <laughs> 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 that is true, guys. Like she goes that to is Harvard, nice. but yeah, she yeah. doesn't know shipping costs. It's nice, isn't it? This. Uh... Oh. This thing it's, it's pretty cool okay if there's anyone that like owns coffee beans coffee bran or something i can eat please reach out we'll work maybe, with maybe you. we can do something like uh with uh miles miles fisher right coffee beans mm. how will we yeah get maybe yeah, so. um mm. but yeah thank you guys for the support once again yeah thanks guys um the the thing is you know my strap right it's kind of like the other colors are really loud on it i always think what would i pair it with because i think it's so loud like i even i'd be like looking at that thinking "Mm, what as a strap you look at it i think yeah it looks really really good and uh, you know the fact it's in new bucket has that extra texture to it and even i was thinking what would i pair that with if my you know for a watch it, it kind of takes over a little bit, don't you think? I think, I think, um, it would actually look really good with your reverso. I'll try that then. I Do think you want to go when I because, it? like, the reverso is already very, um, you know, not plain but subdued. Yeah, subdued. That's a good word. Um, I think it could bring out some character with with the colors and especially the minimal stitch i think that that'd be nice so moving on so that's yeah again big thank you to everybody that supported us like yeah thank you um, guys i i i we we all had like reservations <laughs> those things were gonna sell and um. we were i i i was surprised that i thought we were gonna sell some i didn't think we'd sell all of them I still yeah. can't believe people listen to us. <laughs> Seriously. I know. I know. <laughs> but, you know, again, moving, transitioning onto the next thing we're going to talk about, that's a great thing to say, Long, because um, not only do people listen to us, you know, mm-hmm. there has been like a growing talk about creating some kind of community around the Waiting List podcast. And um, we've been trying to figure out what platform would be the best to, um, yeah, like put everyone on there so that also in some way we can interact with um, our listeners and, and thank you and say thank you and, and just interact with them a bit like on a, yeah, because right now on the podcast, it's just us three talking all the time and we never get is to really like talk a, to the audience. 
Is there like a vetting process? Like who comes into this group? Well, not even joking, by the way. Yeah, the vetting process is uh, undertaken by Long Long. I second that. <laughs> because like, I'm not getting, I'm not getting any hassle from anybody. Like the only person that's gonna get any hassle is you. Honestly, can I say? Yeah. yeah. You know the guy that's been like heckling and, and bothering you for the like the longest. Uh, I do, like... Can I say his name? Can I say his handle on recording? Um, wait one second. <laughs> Just do it. But before right, it, it, it. No, no, I feel bad. I feel bad. Um, this guy. Okay, if if you feel type it bad. in the chat. I did. I did. I did. Okay, let me check. Yeah. I mean, is he not in jail, this guy? <laughs> Wait, but I like um I follow I've I've been following his personal since yeah. 2020. And yeah. recently I saw that he posted a photo of his wife and him yeah. together. Yeah. And I'm like, how do these old boring men okay. think that it's like okay to go around flirt with you know young girls and still put i just i don't know you know what okay there's a really cool person on ig called serena you guys should all follow her as well i'm her okay but anyways <laughs> like about like moving the heat away from <laughs> you okay she's a watch collector she's very cool she's young she's smart blah 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 so she starts to get these dms from the same people who used to do it to me and then finally we connected based on like based on this topic right and then Harassment, the funny, yeah but the funny thing is she went one step further and she actually goes to find the wife and the girlfriend's accounts and then she's there trying to follow these people's like wife and girlfriends and then some of them accepted so then every day was sending each other like she goes into the wife's account and she's like dude this is what he's doing he's actually next to the wife and then the same guy will be texting her like, yeah, I'm so bored. I'm alone at the gym. <laughs> it's just epic. And then we're like acting like CIA agents the whole day, like just trying to find out all the shit. Yeah. But and the two people that are like, I mean, I'll tell you guys after this episode, like who it is, right? These two big accounts on IG. Um. I think you told us before. I think you, you told us. Did. Yeah, but you know what we did recently is we both started to send the same message to the same person to see what the response is. And this, okay. and then like, I'll give you an example. So for example, I'll be like, hey, um, how's your dog? But you know, what's so random. The person won't even know. So he'll respond about like his dog. And then I'll be like, okay, go and ask about the dog. And then she'll do the same. And then we'll, we'll copy and paste and show each other what the guy is saying. But it's really like uh, just all these um characters on IG. So yeah. if you want in on some of those screenshots, you should definitely join our community and buy uh, me some money, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Okay, so if you're listening, <laughs> this was completely staged. <laughs> you tell yeah <laughs> but um i love how you just we just brought it up so casually but yeah guys if you're listening you want in on some of these tea you should definitely because we'll we'll send the screenshots to the group. yeah definitely we'll call those losers out yeah and you'll um, know who they are because we won't ps their <laughs> hash, uh, their handles out but we have to um so what we'd like here is for our listeners to get in touch to either Long Long or Jacqueline. And um Gee, thanks, Wait, why? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. like, and basically we've isolated to three platforms, right? Discord, uh Telegram, and WhatsApp. And the reason why we've isolated to three platforms is because there's like 
pros and cons with each. And otherwise we would just picked one and said, everybody just go into this group. Um, and I would say having done like a survey of our listener base that most listeners are kind of been in this watch space for a while. I mean, let's be honest, if you're listening, at, I don't know how many episodes of a watch podcast, you got to be really into it. You're probably in like lots of WhatsApp groups, WeChat groups or chat groups um, about watches. You maybe not, but majority, I guess, are. And in my experience, it's always been like a few people kind of dominate the conversation, um, quite hard to moderate. Um, and then, you know, sometimes there's so many messages and the way you have to just scroll up and see everything and, and if it's just pinging, 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 you end up muting it. And then the very fact of muting it actually disengages you yeah. from the WeChat group. So WhatsApp has, that's what I'm worried about with WhatsApp. On the pro side is that pretty much everybody has got WhatsApp. So to join and build a community would be very, 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 very easy. But it's just my experience that it's also very hard to control that. And yeah, so that's that's that. Discord seems quite good because it seems to have like relatively good moderation tools. The only like the downside, I think, is the fact that it's kind of niched out towards gamers and 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 other things rather than watches. And probably a lot of people don't even have Discord. Um, and another thing is you can't really send photos on that platform. And then the third one. <laughs> the third one is telegram so i don't really know what the pros and cons of telegram are jack maybe you want to go through that well I, I the one con i can think of is maybe like people don't have telegram or people in the states don't use it i know that um in countries like singapore or um thailand or even hong kong like a lot of people use telegram um a big pro to Telegram is that um, you can send all the photos like full size. So um, it's really, really high quality photos. So I know like a lot of, you know, European dealers would use Telegram to send photos to clients. Um, so that's like the only downfall. I th Sorry, not downfall, but like maybe a con is that people don't have Telegram and they would have to download it. And it's not like an account thing. You just use your phone number, right? Like same as WhatsApp. Um, so my pick would be Telegram because I think we would be, you know, if, we're, if we want to create a sense of community, I think photos would be just cool to be sending, you know, what's going on in our day, day-to-day -day life. But if you're listening and you have comments or, or, or suggestions, please let us know. We'll probably also do a poll on Instagram um, because a lot of people did, you know, reach out. And I asked some people this question, you know, people who bought the strap or whatnot, if they would like a community and and they all said yes. Um, so we'll probably decide via poll. But if you're hearing this first via this episode and have thoughts, let us know. Yeah. Right. So I'm all out of questions. Do you girls have anything to add to the podcast? Yes, suggestions, please. Um, if anybody has like a guest suggestion, oh, someone yeah. they want us to chat with, please also send that forward. Um, Actually, that's a good point because basically, long, 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 long we all have access to the uh, the back end, and we can see the like how each episode is doing, and it seems that. The episodes that are just the three of us always seem to do better than everything else. Yeah. Um, I just want to like doubly make sure that's the truth. So if people could reach out and like, like, um, let us know that it'd be interesting actually to understand why, because I, I've yeah. got my own kind of um, thinking behind it, but I just really want to just understand why that is the case. Like people seem to just enjoy the three of us. Yeah. Well, it's not so much you. <laughs> yeah. 
I've recently taken a battering from from Long Long on these episodes. I think it's like too much podcasting with her. Honestly, she is so mean to me. No, I just want <laughs> to bring you back down kind of onto like it. Way, but like, it's like, like we need to keep each other humble, you know, <laughs> remind each other how we started. Like Jack came from McDonald's. <laughs> Actually, I Jack, what came were from you doing at McDonald's. Well, actually, before McDonald's, I yeah. worked in a pizza, uh, pizzer- pizzeria, 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 pizzeria. <laughs> okay, definitely less educated than the people working. Clearly, right clearly now. like, <laughs> did you take the grammar course at Harvard? Well, how do you say it? Pizzeria, pizzeria. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, Jack. <laughs> that is right. That is right. <laughs> That's pizzeria. how you say it. Pizzeria. Yeah. Um, yeah so, pizzas? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, it wasn't a pizzeria because it sold kebabs. And, no, um, it's not. It's uh, uh, but, but they sold pizzas. Pizzeria. They sold pizza. Uh, pizzeria. Yeah, they sold pizzas <laughs> as well. So I would be on my shift, which um, was at midnight, and I worked in chinatown vancouver guys Mm. um and there would be a lot of clubs in the vicinity and i i worked from uh like 11 to 4 and that was my shift and i'll tell you a really stupid thing that comes with it i'll tell you why i did it well i didn't do it but my parents had heard from a guru or like a genie that whispered in their ear and be like you should let your daughter or child work at one of those really just like ground level restaurants um it's gonna help her get in a good school i really (laughs) don't appreciate you putting mcdonald's in that category (laughs) well (laughs) mcdonald's came after i i had to i I had to work to mcdonald's (laughs) mcdonald's wasn't my first i wasn't good enough for mcdonald's um and then so i worked did you apply and get rejected from mcdonald's no, like, but I, I had experience <laughs> from the pizzeria and I, I went to McDonald's after. Um, but I, guys, I really enjoyed my time working, doing pizzas because I learned how to roll the dough. I learned how to make the sauce. Um, I even learned Can how to make like, the pizza now? carve. No, <laughs> I can't. Oh. I can learn if you want. But like, what I was the point of learning that to... then? Like, what, dude, it's been so now. many years. I learned how to carve the meat out on the kebab thing, and then um, it was really tasty. Did you put on weight? It no, was really tasty. because it was very labor intensive. <laughs> eating, <laughs> yeah, eating of course. You think they're pay- paying me to eat? Um, no, you didn't it was have a very few scraps there. You know, like you I did. I no, I did. I mean, I got hungry a lot, and then I I would just like carve the meat and then microwave it. It was really good, and it had like garlic sauce or whatever. But I I would stand there for like five oh, hours, so and it would be like people just non-stop people coming in because people would be coming in from the clubs right so so that was my so that was my um pizza experience and then um after a few years i applied to mcdonald's and i was in charge of the fry station um i've told you about this story yeah well i i i was so dedicated to my job that um (laughs) even after a uh an accident like a physical accident in a PE class where I had a light concussion and I had like half of my face like the skin was kind of just ripped off um I still went to I still went to um to work I and knew I fried you had fries plastic surgery I knew <laughs> yeah. you had plastic surgery yeah I knew it I no, knew I it. didn't I didn't have plastic it. surgery up until I, I had plastic surgery because of fry frying fries. No, <laughs> no. Let me finish the story. So when I had the accident, nose and toothpaste on <laughs> <laughs> your chin. Is your hair even real? What? Let me finish my story. Before you make shit up. Okay. Okay. 
So I had the accident and half of my face was like the skin got not ripped, but just how do I how do I explain this? Oh, like, how do I explain this? Skin like dropping off your skin. No. Okay, how do I okay, I'll explain to you what the injury was, then you'll understand. So we were playing a, a game of grounders. Do you guys know what grounders is? No. 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 It's like baseball, right? So there are bases, and then you, and then someone would throw, um, kick like a like a bouncy ball, and then there are there are there are bases, and you're supposed to land on before you do a home run, and they're supposed to tag you before you make make it back home, right? So the first base was like a military mat where you, you all you have to do is run from the start and then land on the military mat, and if you don't have like your feet on the ground, then you're safe. Right. So you have to run really, really fast onto the mat and then you're safe before they do the second round. So they did like a demonstration, guys. This was in grade 10. Okay. And um, we were supposed to line up with height, like from shortest to tallest or whatever. And then um, I was the tallest. And, and, were you 180 at year 10 no the the PE teacher was just like how about you like we'll start with Jacqueline I was like okay so I'll be the first one so then they kick the ball and I start running right and again the first base is a military mat kind of like you know those army green mats (laughs) I didn't like I've never sat on that mat before so I ran as quickly as I could jumped (laughs) midair and was expecting like a thump you know like one of those like i landed on the mat i'm safe turns out it's not a thump kind of mat it's a bouncy mat (laughs) it's like a trampoline mat and i jumped midair and i like landed in the center got bounced out and then landed on the side of my face (laughs) <laughs> um and and you know how like the pe hardwood floors are really yeah. like glossy and 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 whatever so yeah. i i had so much force that like my face just like glided along the floor and it was like <laughs> and then um and that's how it took off some of the skin um yeah. so so and i had a light concussion but again going back to mcdonald's i was so dedicated to my job that like when it healed after you know i still had a little bit of um scabs but i i went to my station i started frying fries and if you know about mcdonald's you're supposed to fry the fries double like two times right and you're and in the middle you're supposed to shake it to to make sure it's not sticking to the thing and i shook it so hard that the hot i like your hand movement right now yeah, and then the hot oil um, splattered on like my still healing flesh. Dude, do you know what's so funny? McDonald's probably didn't even notice, like whether you came to work or not. Probably <laughs> not. And then I quit not so long after. And here's the really fucked up part: I didn't get paid for any of my jobs. Like even with McDonald's, I didn't what get paid because. So how long did you work there for? I worked there for like maybe two months, um, but I I, single cent. I never got paid because I think my paycheck just wasn't set up correctly. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my story. Yeah, that's <laughs> guys. In one of my classes I'm taking this semester at HBS, we are um, we just finished this chapter where we had to read a manu- unpublished manuscript and write a referee report. And so, um, and the and the <clears throat> manuscript's name is "How Financial Frictions Affect the Human Capital Market." And then this like <laughs> just reminds me of that paper. I'm like, wow, how financial friction <laughs> affected the human capital market. If I had if I only had known then <laughs> how it would affect <laughs> and not get paid at the at the end. Oh, what a joke. Yeah. But yeah, so that's why I had to get plastic surgery. So you guys, your your um speculations were all Someone would have so wanted to land theories. on her nose. So she could redo her nose. She would have said, fuck the face. Just land on my nose. She'd be aiming for it. She'd be like, as she's flying in there, she'd be like, where's the concrete? I need to land on that. I would be living a different life right now. 
Oh, actually, talking about that, there's been like some shocking news coming from Hong Kong about that that model, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What model? Have you heard about this? It's like crazy. Um, I've never, I don't know what you're talking about. Actually, I would say she's like a socialite called Abby Choi. And then her body's all like chopped up and stuff. And then, uh, anyways, they caught the guy already. But you know what? No, no, no. My mom told me about her. Like, he boiled her head. Yeah. So what I want to know is, because do you remember one time we were recording another, like, rubbish episode? And then we talked about, like, I asked you guys, if you saw a dead body, like, what would you guys do? And then somebody actually DM'd, I don't know who, Dan, I think, and was very serious about it. Like, you don't just get to, you don't just walk away or something. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Someone did message me. Yeah, about that. so this like, same really person, it'll be, it was yeah, James. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, it was. Okay, so I want to know, like, why would you make a soup out of the head? <laughs> um, I read something about this because there was an article about these gruesome killings that have happened in the past in Hong Kong. Yeah, and apparently, when you boil it, it stops it from smelling like like that decomposing smelling apparently it stops that from happening because someone else did that yeah someone else did that yeah um to stop that in one of the previous gruesome killings so i i don't know if that's true or not because i think you know i think things just rot away anyway but apparently maybe what it is is when you boil things like anybody that's not studied biology, you're breaking cell walls. You're actually decomposing it in the water, aren't you? In a way, mm-hmm. yeah, you're breaking everything down without but the smell. If you leave you... it in the air, it just breaks down yeah. naturally through bacteria. So then, why would you leave it in? Um, leave that's the so pot messed there? up. Yeah, I know. leave it where? Where? Why do? You, why do you leave in a the pot. there? Why don't Soup you flush pot. it down the toilet? Wait, guys, I actually never read the story. My mom literally just told me one day he was like, someone boiled someone else's head. So what's the story? Why did he kill her? There's this uh, lady, very young lady. Um, She was murdered by uh, her ex-husband and his whole family. Like, they all planned it. Um, And the crazy thing is, is her ex-husband's father was an ex-cop. Right, so his next police. So he helped him on how yeah, to like get away well, with it. It sounds like he was the mastermind of trying to, um, yeah, get away with it. It's money related, apparently, um, over mm-hmm. an apartment or something, and so it's been yeah they've been planning it and they dis- dismembered her, um, and they're trying to find all the parts. They still haven't found all the parts. So who? So who found the head? The police did in the home so they rented a home in a village in hong kong and they uh they used that home that place they rent to like get rid of her i think she was actually killed before i don't know know. she was picked up in a car yeah what i want to know is they killed her for the house right it was a financial thing right yeah apparently Okay. And Um, also, like when they caught him, so they caught the whole family, and then they were looking out for the ex-husband, right? And the they found the ex-husband trying to like make a run for it, and he had like cash, and he had like four watches on him. What watches did he have? I don't know what watches he had, but the watches were worth like quite a bit, so they weren't like yeah. Yeah. I think the, the, the watches alone were worth more than the cash he had um yeah not surprised yeah yeah so uh, maybe maybe rm or something i don't know i'm shook yeah so yeah we laugh we did laugh and laugh about the harassment stuff but you guys be careful oh gee thanks (laughs) 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 yeah i actually always yeah i always think about this and you know the thing I get the most paranoid about is if you get someone to come and fix something inside your house. Because I always yeah. think about like, what if you're trapped inside the house? 
Yeah. Anyways. Mm. Yeah. Guys, when are we going to rent a house? Do we kill dad? <laughs> like, like, what? <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, like, you know, there are those... um resort houses that you can rent oh you mean you house. mean the brand that doesn't have the budget to bring us <laughs> yeah like apartments <laughs> at, a, at a destination yeah sure where i don't know could be could what be you're like gonna make it to hong kong man yeah i mean you have so many fans here yeah chad when are you gonna come to hong kong <laughs> I'll probably go to Hong Kong right before I go back to China. Which is soon. That's the plan. Which is when? After after Wendy's wedding. That's so Which is when? Uh July. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll specifically fly down for it. Okay. But I'll I'll be in I'll be in Shanghai. I'll be like in uh like at my home first and maybe like Beijing and then Shanghai. Um yeah, maybe Nanjing. Okay. I'll fill out yeah. an application just form sounds for you like at you're, Yeah, it just sounds like you're throwing out a bunch of random cities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I don't have a plan right now, but if I were to choose, it it, it would it would be that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it's time to end this podcast. Uh, thank you for at all least the parts that we're uh, posting, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Uh, we're doing very well with the time. It's one hour. It's very good. Yeah. yeah. No. Get. I think everybody should get definitely get back to us on the group thing, and yeah, uh, yeah we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. As always, thank you for listening to the waiting list podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to reach out to us at The Waiting List Podcast on Instagram or via our private accounts. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.